Yo, this is the Coach and Cold Podcast. We in the South, we in the West, we in the North. It's an international conversation. It's logical and convincing. And the standards and rules only apply to those that get down in today's society. If you with it, let's get it. Welcome back to the Coach and Cold Podcast. Today's episode is called 21 Questions. One of the most interesting things uh, about us that you might want to know, might not want to know, but you will after this episode. Uh, today's episode is a chance for us to get all get to know each other a little bit better. Uh, we might dispel some myths, have a conversation, let us know, or let you know how many people relate uh, to our quirks, beliefs, and so forth. Let's get into it. So the Urban Dictionary also has a 21 question uh, definition, but for all of you, uh, I'm going to say old heads, you right. remember that 50 Cent also had a song called 21 Questions, um, basically that uh, people play when they're were dating each other to see how loyal you would be to them. But the Urban Dictionary says it's a game where you ask each other personal questions, much like the game 20 Questions. So do you want to play? Yeah, I'll play. I just want to clarify, though, before we get into these 21 <laughs> questions, is I didn't pick any of them. So if 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 some of them take me aback or I don't I don't I don't want to answer. Right, right, right. Me, OK, it's, don't blame me. Yeah, yeah. It's not mandatory. Um, You know, and, and I, I found these questions uh, to be pretty interesting. They're not uh, not questions I made up myself, most of them. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll do our best for you. But, yes, I I also. um and no, part of that disclaimer. I dig the disclaimer that okay. we started out with here. All right, okay. all right, all right. So we'll make we'll make it work. But um, you know, we want to definitely keep our jobs. We want to definitely keep our uh, <laughs> our you know stay out of jail. So we want you know, there's a lot of things that we and we want you know we want to keep our our uh, our our loved ones to and and uh, those of you out there listening to us. So um, so let's just jump into it. You ready? Okay. All right, so I'm gonna hit you with the first one. This is an easy one. I'll start off. I'll start off light with you. Um, if you could have dinner with anybody, who would you pick for a date? <laughs> I would um, like to have dinner with first. I'm gonna start with who I'd want to have dinner with, which would be um, I, I would want to have dinner with Michelle Obama. And I know people would be like, yeah. "Oh, that's so cliche," but um, I really, I really respected her and really felt, uh, kind of, um, like she, she sat up as one, one of the women that I've seen really get out there and, and show grace in a way where her intelligence and her poise and her grace, like always was shining through regardless of how difficult or rude it was, um, that she, whatever was coming at her. So I would want to have dinner with her. Now, who would I bring with me? Yikes. Um, I would probably bring, I'd probably bring my mom, honestly. Ah. Because if I didn't, she'd probably kill me, number one. You know? right, right. And so I think I'd bring my mother and um, because I want to really, you know, get into like her perspective after from her, you know, from her generation to my generation, what we thought of that dinner. So that would be that. What about you? Um, I, you know what? I think timing on this is probably affecting me too. Um, 
I think if I had an opportunity to go to dinner right now, it would probably be with my mom. I haven't seen my mom in a while. And, uh, you know, we've had some good conversations lately, but I think it would be really dope to just uh, sit across from her and and have some uh, some dialogue and some good food and some laughs and some reminiscing and those kind of things and just check in on her. So that's probably who I, who it would be, who I would bring with me. Um, probably my daughter's just because they don't spend enough time together. So that's a pretty easy one. I, you know, we don't want to put people to sleep. Let's jump into something maybe a little bit more. Uh, no, more I'm, going with the first one. I'm going with the first question. Okay. If you could hack <laughs> into anyone's computer, whose computer would it be? Hmm. If you could hack into any computer, whose computer would it be? Boy, see, um, I don't know. I think I would probably clean my credit. And I would possibly maybe put a few, uh, some zeros in my, uh, some extra M's maybe into my, <laughs> into my account. If of course, you know, it was one of those situations where, you know, it was like a day where you can get a, get away with everything and not, you know, not get in trouble. We're but, not talking um, about the purge over here. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I just talk about that. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Clean credit and, uh, <clears throat> you know, some paper in the account would be cool if I could break into or, or break hacking any computer system. What would be yours? So I didn't think about it as a system. I was thinking about it as a person. So I actually would want to hack into Donald Trump's computer because okay. I want to see if he actually sent out any emails at all or like what would they consist of? Like what would he actually be saying to people? Because I'm on the fence as to whether or not he is a, a mastermind of manipulation and intelligence in right. in some weird way or a total or a puppet. So, yeah. 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 So I can't really figure it out one way or another. I have my own perceptions, but I'd want to hack into the computer to see what he actually, what kind of emails he actually sends, if any. It, it, it might be blank. You might be a very, very disappointed I might be bored, but who knows? That's that's what came to mind first. So I thought I'd go with it. All right. You should. So, okay. So would you prefer to never get stuck in traffic again or to never get another cold in your entire life? Never get another cold in my that's entire easy. life. Yeah. Answer for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, I'm, I, absolutely. Health, health is wealth. I'll sit in traffic all day for healthy as hell. Um, if you had to pick a Disney character to represent you, which one would you pick? Um, Mulan. Yeah. I, <laughs> Mulan was a badass. Yes, she was. She went in there and she rocked it for her family. For you, those of you who didn't know, she pretended to be a man in, in the Chinese army, basically yep. to save and her family's honor because her father and mother only had two daughters. And so she basically went in there, disguised herself as a boy and didn't want to get discovered. So she had to like shower and do everything or bathe away from the troops. Mm -hmm. And in the end, she revealed that she was a woman. So Mulan all day, who would you be? Uh, she saved the dynasty. She saved the the and emperor. Did, you know? She did, yeah. She was, yeah. And you're Asian, yeah. No, I mean that that was almost a that was a softball. I um, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't know. Disney I was going to pick Mulan. <laughs> I knew you would pick Mulan just because she was the strongest that I could think of. I was thinking that, or either like um, Tiana, maybe 
just because she was a yeah. business owner and she was, you know, she was pretty tough too. She didn't have um, a, except she for the thing is she turned into the frog. So I don't know. If yeah, you know yeah, or, no, or, no frogs for me. Yeah. I don't like the word. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about you? You know, that's a that's that's a that's almost a dumb one to ask a man just because I what Disney characters besides Disney princesses were the were the best? I, I can't think of it unless the what? Beast? I, I mean, the Beast was dope. I mean, a lot of them uh, were saving. The princes were saving people. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but those princes were all whack and corny to me. I never even what growing about, up, I didn't dig the princes. Princes. What about um, uh, Aladdin? He was kind of cool. He was cool till he went till he till he was faking it to make it. I ain't really dig. You know, I. I All right. I, I, okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go to the next question. Yeah. You, listen, you just done ruling it. All right, all right, all right, all right. What, what would, would you, you do? do no, let me ask you. Right, what you would you me. do with your extra time if you didn't need to sleep anymore? Oh, oh you listen, you got time management issues, so bring it. What would you do? Because you've got a lot on your plate. <laughs> I would get some shit done that I probably needed to get done uh, when I was awake. Um, but no, I, I I think I would hope that I would use some of that time working out, maybe. I don't know. Oh, you know you ain't using it. I don't know. I would, I, would, I, would, <laughs> I would probably, you know, maybe create, maybe like, you know, paint, maybe become a an artist or some kind of genius on some kind of level, you know, if I didn't never, if I never had to sleep, that would be a, that would pretty be a good amount of time. But then again, how many hours does, does the average like adult sleep a day? I sleep, I can't sleep more than like six hours at a time. So that's not a lot of, a lot of extra time on my plate. Well, first of all, I'd be, listen, every night at nine 30, ish, that is sheet time for me. And I I wake up at six though. I do wake up early in the morning, about six o'clock in the morning, sometimes five thirty ish. But if I didn't, if I had that extra time, I would be trying to maximize my wealth in some way, like finish, figure out some other business venture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because I feel like uh, even though you have all these hours in the day, I always feel like at the end, like I didn't do everything I wanted to do. I get kind of like fixated on like putting one thing on my agenda for that day, but I could, I could have been a, a more productive, I think in my mind. Yeah. That would be the aim at least. So this is a good one here. Um, what was the best reason why you ever faked being sick? Hmm. <laughs> I you're know, looking real, getting real deep and perplexed on that one. Is it? Well, because I don't really like faking being sick. Like I was one of those people that were always in school. I never like missing a day and I barely ever take PTO at work. But I think probably like when you first fall for someone and you're all into them and then you just decide that you're going to call in sick for work so that you can quit uh, hang out. I think that that's probably the best reason I've ever just thrown caution to the wind and decided that I that work wasn't, it wasn't the top priority for the day. So that, that, yeah. what you know, about you? What's crazy for me is, is that I've, I've been, I've always had this and I don't know, it's like weird superstition. I don't know what it is, but I, I've never, I've never been cool with like saying I was sick when I wasn't sick or saying somebody else was sick. You know, yeah. People would be like, I need to take care of my kids today. So I need to stay home. 
I always been afraid to do that because I feel like I'm going to put that in the universe and the next thing you know, I'm going to be sick. And then I'm going to be mad because I put it out there. I shouldn't have put it out there. So I haven't really, I haven't really done that because of that dumb superstition. I probably could have got away with all kind of time on time off and stuff like that, but I'm just afraid that, I'm sure you get, that it might you come get away true. With things for other things. Yeah. yeah, 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 one, yeah. Other, one other reason I just popped in my mind too, is I've, um, when companies haven't, um, respected MLK day. I'll take the day yeah, off anyway. And yeah, say I'm yeah. sick. So yeah. I've done that too. Yeah. When you're, when you do it though, do you do the whole, <coughs> you know, the whole like, you know, fake uh, cough and no. the, I'm not feeling no. very well on the call. Like what's the call in or, you know, these days it's probably just the email, right? I just be like, look, I'm not coming in. I don't feel that. that I don't feel right. Yeah, and then yeah. I just go at them like that. Cause you know, I don't need to fake it like that. It's like yeah. I'm not coming in. Don't question me. There's HIPAA exactly. laws. You can't. You can't true, figure true, out what's true. going on. And you know, and you get out. You know, and you and you work so hard. Otherwise, then that you know, it's really not a question um, when you actually do it. So, all right. Okay, let me go next. So, what is the weirdest? And anyone who gave this gift, it's we're not trying to offend you. We're just trying to let you know it's not okay. What is the weirdest gift you have ever gotten in your life? Hmm. The weirdest gift. Let's see. I, I don't know if it's considered weird, but I know that I it, it caused some disruption. I had Ooh. um yeah, I had a uh I had a new girlfriend at the time, and I had gotten a really nice watch for Christmas from an ex-girlfriend and it was and so i wore it and it became like super drama i I mean was i just completely naive at at that moment or or what i really liked the watch actually and i I really liked it and appreciated it and so i started to sport it and she was like where'd you get that from and i was like oh i got it as a you know gift from my ex and no and I probably never got to wear it again. So, I mean, that wasn't a weird gift, but it was uh, definitely a gift that was memorable because I had some situation out of it. Okay, this is a public service announcement for all the men who get gifts from an ex-girlfriend while you're with a new girlfriend. That's just going to cause problems because <laughs> girls, they they don't want to know that you're over. Because the thing is, is why would you sport that if you don't like her anymore would be the thought and for a dude who really likes the watch, he's going to be like, "It's a dope watch. I wanted to yeah, wear it." Yeah, and know? and and if you're still, if you're still cool with her, like I like I don't have no, I don't have no exes that, that are that are that I have problems with. So here's the thing: you need to be like, you need to act like that watch was given at another time. You don't need to be specifying no kind of time. Oh, that's so that it, is okay. part of your wardrobe. So then got you're just like, oh, where do you get that? Be like, oh, I got it from an ex a while ago. And then you leave it like that. You don't be like, I got it last week. Because then what if the, what if her gift was one-upping the gift that your girl it, got? You? Yeah, yeah. It was something like that, too. I think that was somewhere in the mix of oh, the feelings no. part of it. Yeah, because it was, it was dope. But, you know, I learned that lesson. Thank you for the uh, public service announcement. Well, I was just trying to help a brother out. A bunch right. of brothers, probably. Anyways, for me. Well, what about um, what about what about on the on the on the woman's side though? Like, is that cool to for a woman to receive a gift like that? Well, I think is it, it gets the same, a little is sticky. it the same deal? Well, I think it gets a little sticky and tricky. So if you if you 
<laughs> if you're dating, like on your birthday, people come out the woodwork because it's like you could you it's like, hey, let me let you know I'm still out there in the universe, even though right. I know you ain't really messing with me. So I, I think it can get sticky. Now, if you're married, of course you don't accept those kind of gifts. Right, right, right. Back. But if you're not married and a gift comes to your door. I think you got to make a decision. I never, though, would probably flaunt it in front of a, a person I was dating. I would just try to, you know, be putting it to the side unless I knew that right. person was going to be forever. Then it had to come out at some point. But I got a lot of clothes, a lot of watches, a lot of things. So I might not wear something in two years and all of a sudden, oh. bam, it's been in my closet. But well, I've been had head. this. I've been yeah. had this. Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> But guys also don't notice things like that. So they don't ask you, like, where'd you get that? Women are, we're perceptive because we're trying to, we're, we're trying to smoke you out, right? As yeah, kid, buddy. And, and still be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And not cool. Just smoke us out straight up. So what's your, know. what's your, what's your, uh, what's your weirdest gift? You know what? I've gotten weird stuff like, um, like weird bracelets and earrings and things like that that like would are not even my style and I always wonder like was this like something you bought at like one of those home like gift parties or you know how like you come over and you purchase something from your 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 people or trying to yeah. hustle like a pyramid type of situation <laughs> um so I've gotten that and I've gotten like soaps and like hand creams like it's not even my like a bath style. like a bath and body works type no I'll, I'll wear no, I'll okay. do Bath and Body Works. Like, like old people, like, 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 a, like a, old people hand cream and stuff like that. And I'm like, who in the world wears this? You know what I mean? Like, you got the funky, weird smell. I mean, it's it's, it's fancy stuff, like from Italy and stuff. But it is oh, not. Okay. It's not my stuff. Like, it's just. I think it's just not okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So no. So have you ever gotten like? Have you ever gotten like like? I don't know. I, I was talking to somebody the other day about it. And I, and when we set these, well, when I set these questions up and, uh, and I asked them and he, and, uh, he was telling me that he got, um, like a pair of underwear in the mail one time he got, uh, um, yeah, like, a, like, like people. In the mail? Yeah. Like, like in a, in like a card, like a, like Ew. a Hallmark oh, card. Probably. But was it underwear of the girl to him? It was some, or yeah, he, it was a girl that, yeah. Girl, oh, but it, well. But it wasn't, but it wasn't like, hey, it wasn't, he didn't, he didn't like ask for it or it wasn't like, they weren't even like on that kind of level, he said. He said. It, oh, he, he was trying to get to that he level. Said, <laughs> he said it kind of freaked him out. Like he was like, he opened the, the envelope and it was like, oh, and you know. Um, you want to be a strong J. Them, yeah, them right? things. He said them things went straight into the trash can. So it was not a. It was not a. Uh, no. It didn't. It wasn't a plus. It didn't help her case at all. I. I that's bold. You know. And yeah, that is pretty teach, bold. Each one teach one, but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be sending those kind of draws in the mail to someone that you you're you're not. Yeah, you were all over there with, right? I don't so, even know. Anyway, okay, move on. Let's go. <laughs> So, if you had to work in a circus, what would you be working as? You know what? This is a question that I've actually thought of because I'm really, I really like um the Circus de Soleil type of yeah. shows, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I really think that I would want to be um, one of those um, artists that are in the the wraps in the ropes oh, that like yeah. a that like a ribbon, the like the ribbon yeah. thing that comes down from the ceiling and <laughs> yeah, and then you can around and all that. Yeah, exactly. That is like what I want to be in a circus because I think it's like beautiful, very artistic, and also dope, right? Because I'm yeah. mesmerized by them when they get up there. What about you? I think I would be probably like the opposite of what. So I'm 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 always like trying. Well, not trying. I mean, my personality is really kind of laid back and you know calm and that kind of most of the time. And so I think I think I would try like I would try and do the clown thing. Like I would try and get like oh the fool. Oh my god! Yeah, I think I would try. I would go for like the fool like makeup. Oh my god. The, with the big feet and the whole thing. And then I would spend like the whole time like throwing water at the crowd and Oh my gosh. Like, you know, doing doing, you know, doing clown shit. Well, you know what? I think I wouldn't be stuffing in the car though. I don't like the stuff in the car thing. Well, well listen, you don't have to work, wait for the circus for this. You could just <laughs> next Halloween be a clown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, All right. Don't, well, don't hold your breath. Okay. Um, who would you prefer to be able be able to read your thoughts, your parents, or your crush? Ooh, so if somebody yeah. could read your thoughts, which one, your parents or your crush? That's this um, one's a rough one. Yeah, that's ooh, goodness. Um, well, you know, for the sake of time, let's see. I can't think too long <laughs> on this. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it would have to be I think it would have to be my parents. I don't know if I want my crush. Uh you know, I would want my crush, you know, reading my thoughts. I think it would have to be my parents because at least, you know, my thoughts are pretty safe with them. I don't know. I I know you as a younger person. And yeah, I, I had a lot of thoughts. Your parents wouldn't be handling those thoughts either because I, I was your friend and I couldn't handle them. Yeah, I know. I know sometimes. So, okay. A little deep, a little deep. But, uh, okay, so what about you? Parents or crush? I would say parents, but I'm very square. Right. I'm a very square person. So I think that that's the safest thing. But uh, I, as everybody who really knows me, has very interesting facial expressions. So the thing is, is that if if it was my crush, like a lot of times I'm thinking a lot of things that probably would end that relationship like pronto. But uh, my face is kind of telling it, but I'm not saying it. So it's really not that offensive. Right. But if yeah. they knew what I was really thinking, they'd probably be like this girl. She's got to go. Yeah. I'm so. just wondering if the, I'm just wondering if how long the crush, the crush would last if if uh, if they could read our thoughts, because, you know, like you said, you know, be like, man, there's so many things I could be doing right now. <laughs> yeah, like, right can we wrap this or... up? Can we wrap this <laughs> yeah. thing up? Yeah. Oh, I wonder what he took what, me what's here. What's on Martin tonight? <laughs> yeah, you would be like. Anyway, all right. Um, if you had to give either caffeine or alcohol, or you had to have it, I guess caffeine or alcohol for the rest of your life. Oh, give up. You yeah. had to give it up, huh? Yeah, yeah. Which one would you do, caffeine or alcohol? Um, I'm not huge on either one of them. I probably would. I I probably would prefer to give up caffeine. I'd probably prefer to give up caffeine. I don't, it doesn't, caffeine doesn't really do it for me. Like I don't, 
You know, I'm not one of those persons that that, you know, if I have a cup of coffee in the morning, it's just because it's like a routine thing. Like it's not because it wakes me up. It doesn't keep me up at night when I'm, you know, trying to stay up to work or anything like that. So um, so I probably give up caffeine because I like me to I like to have a little bourbon every once in a while. Glass of wine. Okay, well, the clown and now this is everybody you're getting to know him because it seems totally opposite. But for me, everybody knows who knows me knows what the answer would be. Yeah. This, and it would be alcohol, right? I yeah. give up alcohol. Easy, easy. Uh, yeah, because caffeine, I like to have my coffee and I like my specialty drinks. Alcohol, I didn't even drink for probably the majority of my adulthood and my life. And then I kind of started to try to do it as like more of a social situation thing, mm-hmm. like sipping on something. So, yeah. I can't think all the years that I've known you, I can't think of one time that I've ever like seen you like buzzed or even semi like faded. So there's only one or two people that can say they've ever seen that. And then yeah. everyone else has only seen me at like a one or two drink. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, just you know, cool, but never you know, never where I was like, oh, she's been drinking. Oh wait, you did see I did get pretty Drunk on my law school graduation, and you were yes, there. Yes, I was there for that. That's right. That's remember. Right. And I, the next day, I, I didn't have a hangover, but I definitely had a headache at the yeah. graduation. Yeah, you were quite slow motion. You yeah, quite- so that that wasn't that wasn't a good choice. On my <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it okay. was. I mean, it was a big deal. That was a big big event. So we were celebrating. If money right. wasn't a necessity. What career would you choose for yourself? Oh, this is a good one. If money wasn't a necessity or or even a consideration, what career would you choose for yourself? Hmm. I think I actually did like I I I took a like a segue to a different career. But I actually pursued what I I think I always wanted to do since I was a kid. So I don't have any thoughts that I would really have wanted to do anything else. I think I really lucked out and was able to go down the path uh, that I thought I was going to go down and really like it. Right. So I, I really like what I do now. And I really like uh, I really wanted to be a lawyer since I was a kid. That was what I wanted to do. So I can't think of anything else I'd want to do. I, I like it. I think I would have, um, I think I would have been a teacher. I think I would have been, uh, yeah. I, I think that there was a time, well, it's always been a time where um, I've always had kind of a, um aspiration to be like a college professor. I still have that. I uh, would love to do that as a, as in my next chapter, maybe. Um, but, you could do it as a side hustle, but you've got yeah, to pretend. True, so true, true. Yeah, I know I've got a lot of hustles right now. But I, but I do love the idea of, of, you know, becoming a teacher. So I, I think if 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 I go back and I was looking and, I, and money wasn't an issue at all, I would have definitely done, you know, but it would have been high school. It wouldn't have been wouldn't have been anything younger than like 15, 16 year olds. I don't think I could have handled the little kids. Oh, I tried to be a teacher for a brief moment. Um, in Did between, you? Yeah, college and, and in between going to college and my master's program, mm-hmm. my mom convinced me that and the guy I was dating at the time thought I would be a good teacher. And I remember going through the, starting the credentialing program right. and you had to do some student teaching. Uh-huh. And I was like junior higher up. There is like those little kids. I, I, I think yeah. they're so cute, 
but I don't have the patience for like 20 of them. And in one class, I just, just not in. Nah, nah I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel in it either. So, all right. You want to do the next one? Yeah. But shout out to all those teachers who can't yes, yes. Can do that. Like yes. we really appreciate the fact that love you have you, that. Patience. Love you. Love you. Please keep it up. All right. Um, okay. So uh, what do you find is the best rem- remedy to go to sleep on nights when you are restless? Hmm. Uh, well, a couple things. One, uh, I could read. If I if I start to read anything, I'm crashing in like three seconds. Um, two, you know, a little 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 herbal assistance probably um, probably helps out. Uh, I would say. And then number three, I would definitely say. Um, I got this little, I, I listen to a lot of audio books on, you know, and so I have this, this one little audio series um, that I listen to that uh, it's called sleep better or something like that. And it's like seven different um, like sessions. They're like 15 minutes, 12 minutes. Some of them are 30 minutes and I'll pick which one I want. Some of them are like tranquil sleep. Something might be like, you know, like, um, clear your mind or, you know, different things like that. Anyways, I'll, I'll put one of those on and those diff- generally put me to sleep pretty quick. So I have three different ways and sometimes a combination of all three. <laughs> so I, my answer is not that appropriate. So, um, let me say, I, I mean, if, if I had a partner, it would be right. You know, being physical with my partner so yeah. that I could just re- get the release. And go to sleep. sleep. Okay. That's true. Secondly, um, honestly, like I do have nights where I, I I cannot sleep, especially if I have a lot in my mind, I'll go to sleep Mm -hmm. and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll, I'll I'll wake up and I'll be up for hours. This happens sometimes. So the only other thing I do is try to like lay there and just hope that it will, I can get back to sleep. So if it's not that first thing that I said, then it's right. Right it's got to kind of go down that path or else I'm just going to be restless until my body just is like goodbye. But I'm going to try what you, you said. Um, the, the, I'm wondering. Well, you I don't necessarily need a partner to, to still use that. Use, use number one. So, I mean, it, you know, you could still, that, that, that could happen too. Um, yeah. But do you, I mean, it is mostly, I think for me and maybe for you too, the, the times where I have the most difficulty is when I have the most on my mind. And so it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not because I'm, I'm not sleepy or I'm not physically exhausted. It's just because there's too many things running through my head. And there are other times I didn't add this, but I should have probably added this too, is that, um, when it's really bad, sometimes I'll just say, I have to say a prayer. I'll be like, Hey man, you know, cause that's what me and God talk oh. like that to each other. <laughs> I was mean, I I like, pray. Hey, can you, can you just do me a favor and let, and clear my mind just so that I can get some rest so I can okay. do what I need to do tomorrow. And, um, okay. and, and believe it or not, every single time that I've done that, I've fallen right to sleep. You know, I pray before I go to bed. So I've never thought of praying when I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm an internal stressor, not an external stressor. Mm-hmm. So people can't me see me sweat. So it's always yep. that it's always the middle of the night when my brain is like, oh, and think of this and this <laughs> exactly. and this and this. Exactly. Especially so, if there's something big coming the next, you know, next day or that week, you know, 
big presentation or is a deal or something that, you know, really needs, um, you know, my best focus and my best and, you know, and then my my body's being counterproductive. So I got to talk it out of that shit and get to it. Listen, and it is the worst because you're supposed to be focused the next day and you've only been on two hours of sleep. Right. Sometimes people people on calls like this last week, I had some stuff on my mind and like I was taking notes with a bunch of like, you know, pretty high people in my company on the call. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even like take the notes. And, and then it was like on the screen. And I was like, sorry, guys, I can't even I can't even think right now. So. I'll clean this up after we get off the call. Right, <laughs> right, my brain right. was like, my brain was like, nip, nip, nip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're logging off. Brain, brain is logging yeah. off. Yeah, right now. Okay, so you have the next question. Go ahead. What was your favorite era of music and what was played then? Um, I think I really was an 80s type of music person. Oh, and I just... No rediscovered this uh, at least a couple of weeks ago because in uh the the tesla like you can select a uh like a genre mm-hmm. or a song and then it'll play all the songs that are kind of like that song so i decided to pick 80s music and i was just rocking out the whole time i mean everything from like um Def Leppard. Oh, I mean I you was really <laughs> really the with the big hairspray and the and the makeup Listen, the Guns and Roses. Yes, yeah. I was like, out of mind. That's right. That's the right. 80s, yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. 80s. And then also, then I it was going to like Prince and Michael Jackson. So it was like a whole, yeah. a whole vibe in the car. So that that's was a good era. Movie. That's a, a good, good era. era. Yeah, yeah. Madonna. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, I have. I probably have two. One is like kind of like old school. Like I love like Otis Redding and yeah. and you know Curtis Mayfield and like all of those that whole that whole genre, um, and that whole time period era of music. I love that. I love some of the, even the older older than that. But I think you know probably what I listen to the most is probably like you know, nineties hip hop. Like I, I, you know, from two, okay. like the early, like, you know, 90 from like 92 to, you know, to 99 or whatever it was, you know, into maybe early two thousands, but um, where they were actually really like lyricists, they were really putting, you know, they were, they had a, you know, they were writing their own stuff. It wasn't all a gimmick and a hook and a, you know, it was actually like real talk. And so um, I think those are my two. My two eras that that were really doing it. Yeah, you know, I, I like old school too, um, but I I find myself like I, I'm kind of it's so weird. I think I'm all over the place with my music selection, but I did I was really vibing out to the '80s, so I was like, oh, I really miss all these songs. Like, I think it brought me back to being young. You know? Yeah. Aww. Aww. All right. I know. So what type of movie- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So what type of movies do you like to watch and what are your favorites? So growing up, I think my favorite movie of all time at at, at uh, probably at most times was Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. Do you remember Golden oh, Child? Yeah, I, I that do. I do. That was the 80s, right? That was the 80s joint. But uh, that was one of my favorite ones. Harlem Nights. It's probably, I like a lot of that stuff. Um I like period pieces too. I like a lot of like, I like like war movies and I like a lot of like period pieces, like the twenties, the thirties, the sixties, you know? Um, 
So those, yeah, those are those are some of my favorite. I like a lot of documentaries too. I'm I'm kind of a nerd. Um, mm-hmm. I probably watch at least one or two documentaries a week. Um, some trying to learn some stuff, some for entertainment. So yeah. So I like um thrillers and suspense movies are like my oh, favorite okay. kind of movies because I I like to like not figure out the end. Like that's what my obsession with movies is like not to figure out the end. But um, so I really like those movies. But um, when I was a child, a, a kid, um, I liked The Sound of Music. It was oh. one of my favorite movies. I know how weird, huh? <laughs> Sound of Music and The Neverending Story. Neverending Story. So, I remember that joint. I remember. I was, were you one of the? Did you did you watch ET when you were when you were little? You remember? I ET? did. Did you cry? Yeah, I did. Everybody I cried. Listen, everybody. Let me. I'm gonna let you in on something. So. People who know me think I'm all tough, right? Like yeah, I think like a little tough. tough. Yeah. But if you are like close to me and me and you are just watching a movie or even a commercial that's super sentimental and my, and any dad dies, any yeah. dad dies in any yeah. show, yes. any movie, I will be freaking in right. tears next yeah. to you. Yeah. And anything that like is super, if I can relate to that character and then something bad happens, like, I'm literally going to be crying and you're going to be like, what happened to tough girl over here? <laughs> like you're just a big mess of crying right now. So do you think that, that, do you think that you've gotten more sentimental in with in just, you know, using movies or, or things you watch as an example, do you think you've gotten more sentimental as you gotten older or were you, you know, cause I remember, you know, I remember crying over ET obviously that, you know, most of us did when that, when that movie came out, but, and we were little kids, but, I think I've gotten way more sentimental as I've gotten older too. Like you said, watching watching certain things that kind of tug or like you know, and even little things like seeing soldiers come home and surprise their kids these days. Like I'm, I get all well, soft yeah. about stuff like that. I mean, it's. I think I've gotten more and more sentimental as I've gotten older. I think for me, because I'm tough on the outside, I'm really kind of mushy on the inside. So it's always been that I was kind of like a. Like it was my outlet so that I didn't have to be tough in that moment. So I, I do think that's that. But I also think as you get older, you have more experience in life. So more things tug at your heart, right? So right. when you have kids and someone loses a kid in the movie, oh it's my sad, God. but it's extra sad for you because you're like, what is that happening to me? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so exactly. That's kind of what it, what I think happens to you as you get older. So I think I was always a bit of a crybaby during movies but i it could have got worse who knows yeah i <laughs> anyway, got it. don't fight me and i got Netflix caught the other day yeah i it's was watching a movie with my i was watching a movie with samara the other day my littlest uh and and she looked over to me and she was like daddy are you crying and she kind of clowned me a little bit because it wasn't it wasn't really a like a real sentimental movie but something something in it uh was yeah it was Kind of got me. I'm so. gonna I'm gonna tell her to take a picture next time. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Um. Oh, um. I'm gonna ask a question that's not on here. Um. Because we yeah, we have to good. get to 21. Yep, yep. So if you could travel to any place in the world after coronavirus is over, what? Where will you go? Mm. I want to. I've been. I, I want to go to. Um, Accra, Ghana. Where is that? Ghana in Africa. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. I want to go, go to the city of Accra in Ghana. It's supposed to be beautiful. Um, I've been to one country in Africa so far. I want to go to more. Um, and I am really wanting to go to Ghana. So I think that I, I think that that is like a bucket list. So if, mm-hmm. if I had my choice, that's what it would be. Um, I really just want to go. I just want to go. So if it's Mexico, I go. I'll go to Mexico. If it's, you know, <laughs> but I want to go international. I, I, I would love, um, I would love to go and explore uh, a little bit globally um, after Corona is over. Yeah. So I had to cancel my trip to Greece, which was in April. Oh, yeah. We were planning to go in April and coronavirus shut everything down in March. That's so tough. I, Greece would be first, Okay. but I, I want to go to a, a, a safari in, in Africa as well. Yeah, um, I be- think that's on my bucket list to do. But and then third, I would go anywhere where there's beach and sand and warm weather. Like yes. I, I'm all about it. And then finally, I want to go to Guyana, which is my uh, my mother's country. She's never allowed me really to go, but my aunt does go quite often. And I would want to go to Guyana with my aunt and see my mother's country where she grew up. I would love to do. I would love to if maybe we should do Cogent Code podcast in Guyana. Cause that yeah. would be dope. I would love that. And, and it would be dope to like, um, to like document your trip there to your mother's homeland like that. It's your first time ever going. Yeah, it would be my oh, first time it would ever. Be dope. That would be dope. So you would meet family that you've never known before. You yeah. would see places, you would see her birthplace. You would see all the, that's a dope trip. We should talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then let's go on to what's your favorite restaurant and why? Um, my favorite food is Mexican food. So, um, but one of my favorite restaurants um, is a restaurant called um, I want to say it's Asmara, I think, in Oakland. Maybe Oakland, maybe Berkeley. It's right on that strip on Telegraph, I think. And um, it's Ethiopian food, and it is my favorite restaurant of probably all times. So, um, so anybody out there in the Bay who hasn't visited uh, Asmara, is it still Ethiopian there? Restaurant? Oh yeah, it's still there. It was uh, I went there last time I was there, which was a couple years ago. But um, as far as I understand, it's still there, and it's been there for many, many years. So, go get some of that Ethiopian food; it's delicious. So my favorite restaurant, I have a couple, but Javier's is a restaurant. It's a uh, a Mexican restaurant, um, and it actually was founded by a, a, a guy's family who I went to high school with that was okay. named Javier, and we were very close, but they, his family makes the dopest Mexican food. I mean, it is so good, and now they have chains all over. There's one in Las Vegas. There's one in San Diego. There's one in Irvine. So it, it when um, his family um, basically had a, a restaurant. They were in partnership uh, when we were in high school. And then uh, something happened to that partnership and they ended up getting like a really small restaurant in like a strip mall. Okay. And then from that, they rebuilt their brand. And now they have Javier's in like so many places oh, and they're beautiful restaurants. And then I think that um, my second favorite um restaurant is um um you guys 
You're gonna laugh because it's like a yard house because I love garlic noodles from oh, yard house. Man, what? What? Oh, anybody sleeping on those yard house garlic? The ones with the uh, with the lobster in it? The- yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, that that's a good you have a very good reason why you chose chose that. Um those those things are yeah, those things are delicious. I could eat I make myself hurt every time. Um Okay, so, yeah. so there, there you go. Um, so anyone who wants to take me out for dinner or any of that kind of stuff now, you know, now you know to yes. local, you know, situation. I'm gonna I'm gonna door dash, I'm gonna door dash some garlic noodles to your house tomorrow. I tried to do it today, but I didn't find one. Anyway, oh. anyway. We digress. So what is your favorite thing to do in your free time? Oh, man. You know what? I I love to take a nap. (laughs) Well, then that sleep question really didn't work for you. (laughs) No, really. No, it's one of my favorite things to do. But no, I think I think outside of that, I like to do a lot of things like I, I, you know, obviously love spending time with my family. Um, I like to go to the gun range. I like to practice, practice with my toys. Um, I, I, you know, I like to do something, something productive and something positive. Um, I like to, to do, you know, something that's going to kind of edify or, um, you know, push the envelope for our people. So I, I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, that's kind of general, but there's a lot of things that go into that bag. So those are some things that I like to do. About yeah, you. in my free time, yeah, in my free time, I like to travel and I like to make memories. I like to make yeah. things that, uh, like experiences that will stay like cemented in your mind. Because I think that even in like what we've been going through for the last year, I think that sometimes when you're chilling and you're kind of processing everything that's going uh, on. The fact that you have some dope memories, like when yeah. they pop up in your head, you're kind of like, you know, what? I can't wait to get back out there so I can do this. And it's based all on an experience you had with people. Yeah. You cared about. No, I love that. And I think that um, I think that's incredibly valuable in what we're going through these days, because uh, if we didn't have, you know, if we didn't have those memories before, didn't do anything like that before, then um, then it'd be our COVID. uh you 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 talked about it the other day. COVID uh, was it COVID? What's the what's the word that you use? Something we're tired of COVID, basically COVID fatigue. You talked fatigue, about COVID yeah. fatigue, and I think that it's only because we have memories of times that we had fun, or you know, because I even see people post pictures of like parties they went to two years ago or vacations they went to three years ago, you know, on their um, on their platforms um, just to kind of keep that energy alive for, you know, looking forward to once COVID is over. So, um, so yeah, I dig the, I dig the memory thing. That's a good, that's a good way to spend your time for sure. Okay. So yeah, you could go ask the next question. All right. Next question. Next question. Oh, if you could tell something to your 20 year old self, 20 year old self, what would it be? Um, I think so. Twenty year old. Would, let's just put it in the context. Twenty years old is before Zion. Yeah. Twenty would, years old is is. I it's before I moved to Oakland too. Before you moved to Oakland, yeah. So you know, there's a lot of twenty year old was like at the you know precipice of 
a lot of things getting ready to pop off over the next couple of years after that. So what would you tell yourself? I think I would tell myself uh, not to sweat the small stuff because mm-hmm. I think that um, a lot, like you said, a lot of things happened in my life in the, the next three years that were pretty uh, big, right? And I think that I spent a lot of time um, focusing and, and getting like, like, for instance, like if somebody like went off, like did something, then I wanted to go off or I wanted right. to like be a little bit like I was very spicy, like spicy yeah. is what I'll, I'll say it was. And like looking back now on all the energy I don't spend on being spicy, like I wish I could have told her like, hey, don't sweat it. Like everything is going to level out and everything is going to be dope and okay for you. Like you don't need to be stressing on these things because you'll end up just fine. That's right. right? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I wish you could, I, I I totally tell people when people are like, Oh, well, you know, you're in your forties now. Like, do you like, like, don't you wish you were younger? I wouldn't go back to being that young. I mean, I liked the way, you know, my beauty and obviously, you know, I was young and anything I ate never, I you'd never see it on me, but but I didn't really like like the mental space. Like I, I much prefer the mental space I'm in now. So sure. I don't know. I, I just wish I could give her some of my confidence and my mental space, like what where I'm at now at 20. What about yeah. you? I, th- I think that the one point you made is pretty universal. Um, I think at 20, I also was, you know, everything was, you know, not so much end of the world, but everything was highly intense and highly, you know, folk, like, you know, if I was, if I, if I had an argument with, you know, or there was, you know, something going on with somebody I was dating, it was like the end of, not the end of the world, but it was like, well, it's over. You know what I mean? Like not so, you know, everything was like over right now. It was over or, you know, and and it was so intense. And so, and I would have probably told myself to chill out on all of that. I would have told myself to refocus on, you know, on school a little bit more, refocus on, you know, on, on even sports a little bit more. I probably would have definitely saved some money. I would have gotten, you know, I would look at, just think about where it were 20 years ago. Well, that would have been 27 years ago for me, 27 years ago. If I would have put a few dollars into Google, Apple, Amazon, <laughs> do you feel me? Like I, I wish that I would have had some wisdom or some guidance around around all of that. And then, you know, with school, I definitely would have focused on school much more because I think at this point I'd probably be sitting on a PhD right now and and my life would have taken a little bit different path. Um, But I'm also like you, like, I don't, I don't wish to be younger. I don't wish to be, you know, I wish to be a little healthier, maybe a little, a little fitter, maybe, you know, but, um, but yeah, no, I don't think you can, you can, I wish that I can give the wisdom that I have now and the mental space that I have now to my 20 year old self. I'd be, phew, I'd probably. I'd be so cool. I'd be taking over the yeah, world if I had. Yeah. Hell yeah. 20. Yeah. Um, but, but I, I agree with you too, uh, that I would have done investing earlier. I, I got into investing and doing those kind of things in my thirties. Yeah. Uh, probably or my late twenties, my, my early thirties, but I would have, if I wish I would have figured that out and that's like, I, we've talked offline about this before, mm-hmm. but for my son, I already 
have started making sure he understands investing in the stock market because yes, he has the advantage of being 21 yep. and doing what I could never do because I just had no money, yep. no money and no thought process behind it. Right. 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 So, but it's a trick um, though, because that's, I think that question is a great question um, about what we would tell ourselves, but you know, that just goes to show that we have major responsibility uh, to, to give the game to the youngsters, right? And uh, hopefully they're not as hard-headed as we were and they listen to some of it and they, you know, and and like you said, you already have some things set up. Even if he's being hard-headed about it, you'll make sure that he's he's good. But, uh, you know, but I think that, you know, one of the things is that I don't remember anybody um, my age coming to me at 20, my age now coming to me at 20 and saying, hey, you know, do you know about the stock market? Let's make sure that you, you know, you're setting up for your future self and all this other stuff. Like I had, I don't remember anybody coming to me and, and offering me that kind of game. So, um, so it's our responsibility to make sure we give it to the youngsters right now. So um, people, though, I think though, that's a, a good point just to hammer in and then we're going to move on to that next question. But right. I think people should like people of color, we have a duty, I think to try to give those lessons as, as young as we can to our children so that they become our children and our friends' children and anyone who wants to listen, right? Uh, you know, making sure that they have that insight at a young age. So, you know, even if they're putting $50 of their paycheck away that way, right. it's still going to make a difference, right? Because of compounding interest, they just don't That's know right. it. Yet. So, That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So next, if you were a singer, like really could sing. I really could sing. <laughs> sang, what, sang. what? Yeah, sang, sang. What would you want to do a song, or who do you want to do a, a song with, dead or alive? Oh, okay. Dang. Um, if I was a singer and I really could sing, that's the S A N G, not S I N G, ah. right? Sang. Uh, who would I want to do a song with, dead or alive? Oh man. Um. I thought about that before, and I think that I would love to do a song with Bob Marley. Oh yeah, that's that's a good. One. Yeah, yeah. That just I just feel like the whole vibe from from <laughs> uh, <laughs> from, from top to bottom, you know, in and out, I think it, the whole vibe would be just super dope. And uh, yeah, I would love to do it with Bob. I don't know what the song would be, but it obviously would be something. And, and I would want to do it in Jamaica, too. So. Oh, gosh, of course. You want to travel, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, for me, I think if I could do a song with anybody, um, I'm really kind of split with this. I would really want to do a song with Prince. Yes. Because he's be just one of the dopest of, of all time in making music. And be my number two, kind of like, sure. Yeah. And then Whitney Houston. Oh, Okay. Because okay. I love me some Whitney since I was a little girl, and yes. I just thought she had one of the best voices ever, and she's really missed. So I would want to do maybe I could do a song with Prince and Whitney Houston. That would Ooh, be dope. Oh, that would be hard. I don't know what that one would be because those are those are two icons right there, and I don't, uh, that you know 
you might get drowned out. And that, you know, I don't know. You might play the. That's okay. Neck. I could do the shoop do. I do the, the yeah. Okay. Do the footwork, but those. As two, long as we got a third, a third, a third, you know, a third, right. a third, a third, I'm all good with that. There we go. Yeah. There we go. That's fair. Uh, no, that's a great question, though. Um, yeah, no, I, I think definitely Bob on my list, and then you know, um, I would love Tupac. I would love. You know what? This sounds funny, but I probably do. I probably would do um, one with Luther Vandross too. Oh yeah, Luther. so I could be like do 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 do, you know. Oh my gosh, please, it's a thing. <laughs> okay, and then uh, the next question is: What is your next? Oh, we're coming step? to the end. We're coming to the end. All right. Yeah, we're 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 wrapping it. We're wrapping it up. We're at question number twenty, people. Yeah. We're making it through. Let's do it. So next what what step. what is your next big step? Ooh, my next big step. This is deep. I should have read this before I got off. <laughs> yeah, the the next two are two are, are deep. I don't know. You know, those must have been those that I I made up myself. But the the next big step, my next big step is to expand my business. Um, is to to do um, is to set myself up and to put a put me and my uh, my colleagues who I work with in a position where we're impacting um, workforce, impacting the youth and impacting, um, you know, the, the areas that we work in um, much more heavily. So next big step is going to be, uh, like I said, just expanding the business, expanding the business and, and you know, and expanding the dollar and the and the uh, and the profitability. So those are some of the next big steps. My personal next big step is I'm just going to put it out there because I feel like I need accountability and Sia has already promised to help me with my accountability. But my next big step uh, for 2021 is 40 pounds down. So put it out there for the world, 40 pounds by the end of 2021. That's not too bad. I think a, uh, you know, I think given that much time, I should be able to do it. But <laughs> you should I'll give myself a long, a long way to be able to to accomplish that. But uh, but yeah, that's the that's the next big step, personally. So for me, I would like to um, have a side business, um, and obviously, this podcast helps to be part of it. But I would like to have some kind of side business where I'm um, able to either be a speaker to help mentor other yes. uh, young ladies to and any, and dudes to it doesn't matter either one, but I, I have a passion for helping um, people of color, right. Get to into corporate America and know how to navigate through um, kind of some of the pitfalls. I think that you get into some of the awkward situations, how to deal with microaggressions and other things that you experience as a person of color and, uh, you know, as a business person in the business world, um, because I think it, it's information that needs to be um, shared. And I think um, if you don't have the right mentor, or if somebody doesn't grab a hold of you, like sometimes you can get really kind of complacent and, and get stuck. And so I'm passionate about doing that. So I think that that would be a professional goal for me. And hopefully it also is profitable at the same time. Although, I would really, if even if it makes an impact, I would be happy with that. Um, because I think that when you're blessed, when the Lord blesses you, it's your responsibility to p- pass that on. So I feel blessed. And then 
then for personally, I'm on it with you. I'd like to be um, after COVID. I'd like to be when I do go travel, I'd like to be in in really good shape as I'm doing it and just really like, you know, wearing my bikini and feeling confident and doing all of those kind of things I like to do when I travel. Um, And so I'm with you. I think personally, um, I just want to make sure I stay, maintain some motivation to be the best um, and most healthiest version of myself that I can be by the end of the year. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, and, and just the health part, I mean, obviously you'll enjoy your vacation so much more, you know, and, and beyond, you know, being able to wear what you want, which I'm, I'm all for that, but you'll enjoy, you'll have the energy to like go on hikes and go in the water and do the different things that you love to do. So, um, so yeah, we're going to definitely do that. All right, folks, we have made it. to This is the 21. 21 of our segment or our episode here on 21 questions. Um, So my beautiful co-host, I'm going to let go first. Um, What's your message to the world on February 7th, 2021? Dang, a message to the world. I feel like a president. Um, uh, my message to the world. This one's like kind of a little stumper. I think that my message to the world is that part of this this whole experience and going through this experience this year, even though we say like you're not promised tomorrow or you're you know you, you know really live for today, I really uh, my message is to really take hold of that and don't let this year that we've been in um, kind of when we go back to normal, if we do hopefully fingers crossed that you don't forget what you learned from watching how frail life really is. Because even though we're being faced with like something like COVID where if you get it, you don't know if you'll come out of it, right. You're faced with that kind of um, mortality type of thought I think that people, the truth of the matter is, is that you don't know if you're going to wake up the next day anyway, but we don't live like that, right? We don't live like that. We don't think like that. And so a lot of people, when it's their time to go, have all of these unfinished conversations they didn't have, uh, sentiments they don't share. They didn't take that vacation. They didn't pay the time with their family or pay attention to their family. And they didn't make those memories, right? And so I guess my message would be is that always keep really knowing that today could be your last day. And so anything that you have outstanding, you really need to kind of button up. You need to kind of like make sure that you're you're striving to be the best person you could be every day. I love it. I love it. That was that was good. We could actually close the show on that. Um, but I'll no, go. No, you got no, <laughs> you gotta have a message. <laughs> I do. I'll I'll <laughs> add a little to that, but no, that was that was deep and 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 you know, I appreciate that. Um, you know, mine kind of goes with my my mantra, and um, you know, everybody that knows me knows that if you'll you'll see it in my emails, you'll see it in my kind of just, you know, what I say all the time. And that is just keep moving forward. Um, We have to, I think everybody um, deserves to keep moving forward. Don't get stuck. Don't get stagnant. 
Um, everything is not an emergency. Everything is not a uh, end of the world situation. Um, put things into their proper place, put things into their proper context and keep moving forward. I, I think that that's the most important thing uh, for people to do. Once you get stagnant, once you get stuck, once you get, um, you know, kind of in the quicksand and of, of life, it, it decreases your chances to um, be the greatness and be as great and be the person that you are really designed and meant to be. So, um, you know, as long as you kind of keep in your focus that you're going to keep moving forward in one way or another, um, then you will, you know, you'll get to where you're supposed to get. So keep moving forward, folks. And uh, that wraps up the 21. Peace. Peace. What's